Welcome to our podcast, Your Seat, His Table. I am your host, Ed Polk, joined today by my pastor and mother, Madonna P. Johnson. That's Violet Dalberry Hall's folks there. <laughs> so we thank you for joining us today. Today is our topic, reading the word on a regular basis. Now, first, uh, as we get into today, I want to start off by reading a few scriptures. Now, the first scripture I want to read today it's Job 23, 12. Now, we all know the story of Job. In, in Job 23, 12, Job is responding to his friend Eliphaz, who is basically telling Job that Job's wickedness had to have brought this tragedy on Job. And so Job is responding. And Job says, I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. And just think about this. He said, more than my daily bread. You know, the word of God has got to be daily nourishment for your body. Just think every day when we get up, we grab something to eat, you know, because our body needs that nourishment. And we got to think of God's word as the exact same thing, that we can't move. We can't, we, we just can't not do anything until we get that nourishment from God's word. And so that's the first passage of scripture I wanted to bring to your attention. And the second one, Psalms 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my on my path. And so we got to think about God's word, that it gives us direction when you have difficulty of seeing your way forward. So just think you're walking through a tunnel with no lights whatsoever. It's completely dark. <laughs> you're going to end up bumping into things. You're going to bump into the wall because you don't know where you're going. And that's what God's word is. God is like that light in that dark tunnel that helps you be able to find your way when you can't see where you're going. And so the last scripture I want to go to is 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. And it says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so basically that's telling us you cannot, it's not possible, you cannot live a Christian life without knowing God's words. I mean, that's, that, 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 you can't do it. That, that, there's no way possible. And so one of the things you have, when you think about reading God's word, but is you have to read it with purpose. You can't just skim your word. And I, and I, I think I, I'll, I'm guilty of that. You know, I, I was proud. Oh, I've read the Bible cover to cover several times, but that's not, you got to take your time. You know, it, it, you, God's word is not something you can just skim through and say, hey, you know, I, I got it. I remember when he used to say, someone begat this and begat that. I didn't pay attention. I just like, let me skip through all that. No, all that's important. You have to read all of the word. You can't skip any of it. And just think about this, how we apply it to other areas of our lives. We're taking an exam. We're learning about your job. You're learning about your job. Think about the hours and hours that we put into that. I mean, I remember just back being in college and we had, to, you know, we had exam the next day. Well, we pull all nighters. We get some, like better get some pizza because <laughs> we know we're gonna be up for a while. You may not go to bed at all because why? You know that study was that important. That exam that next day was that important that you stayed. You did whatever you had to do. If it meant not going to bed, well, so be it. You just didn't go to bed. But that, but that was important enough to you that you stayed up and made sure that you were getting through it and you were getting every bit. I mean, I was an engineering major. We would spend hours on just one problem or, or we had a math class, one problem, hours and hours trying to figure it out and get it there. And that's how you got to look at God's word. And you got to think about it. Are we putting that same amount of effort 
to studying and God, learning God's word. Now, to, to give you an example here. So you, you got your car, you know, whatever it may be, nice car, bad, whatever it may be. But that's your means of transportation that you have to have. And so you go to the mechanic and you say, hey, I, you know, I, got my, I brought my car to you and I need to get it fixed. Well, you know, I've skimmed a book or two here now, and now and then, and, and I'm going to fix this car for you. You know, goodness, why well, you would let that person work on your car? You want someone who's read, who's not only just read it, but they've lived it. They know how to do it, and they're going to fix my car. But like I say again, some a mechanic comes in there and say, "Well, I skimmed a book really, real quick, and now let me go fix your car." <laughs> just no way you're going to let them work on it. And the way I like to look at it, you got to peel back the layers of that onion. You got to peel them back and slowly look through God's word. You cannot run through and just say, you know, you can't check a box and say, well, I read my scripture today. So now I've checked the box and I can move on that box. You might as well uncheck it. No, you keep checking that box. You have got to take your time. And, and, and thinking about this now, how do we stay in God's word? Well, you got to make it part of your daily routine. There, there's some of us who are good enough that you, they get up and that's the First thing you do is like it's like that you can't take a breath of air without reading God's word. So that some you know you got to make that part of your daily routine, and you got to start your day in the word. You know that should be the first thing that you do. Get your day off onto the right foot. You got to start with the word. You know they say twenty one days makes a habit, and so that's something you might want to think of. Just twenty one days. Just take twenty one days and say every morning when I get up, I'm going to read the word of God. I'm going to, and again, not skim it. I'm going to read the word of God. And when you read the word of God, if you get bored through a couple chapters, you probably go a little too fast. You got to take your time. You got to take your time. There's a friend who sent me, uh, we're studying Proverbs, and I'll get to that just a little bit later. But there's a friend who sent me something as we're studying Proverbs. He said, well, go look at First King, talks about King Solomon. And, you know, he just sent an email, but I went to go look at it. And boy, I can't get out of it right now. I am. I am just thoroughly going through First Kings because you know it it it's just it's that important to me. I asked God uh, a little while ago. I said, God, I need to have that thirst for Your Word. Amen. And once and once you ask for that, He will give it to you. So now I I can't get out of First Kings, and I'm reading one or two chapters a day because I'm taking my time looking at it. And when they were reference to something, I go back and actually look it up Amen. and see what's being referenced. Rather than just say, oh, that's reference, I'll, you know, I don't need to go back. Now, you got to go back and look at it. And so another way you can do it is join or start a, a Bible study. I, there was a, uh, I just finished a, a 21 day, again, that goes that 21 days, but we did a 21 day manhood journey where we had groups and we just kind of broke into groups and we really studied God's word. And a group of us said we wanted to keep moving forward and keep keep our group together. So now we get together every Monday at seven o'clock and we spend about an hour, hour and a half reading God's word. And we started off in Proverbs and we're doing one chapter per week. And it is amazing how much you can go, just one chapter, how much you can learn just listening to other people's perspectives. Because you can read something and then they'll see it and see something a little different. And they then they bring up that you're talking about what they say. They're talk, And then all of a sudden you get in this great digging into God's word, just like he wants us to do. And so other people really give you perspectives and insights when you're reading. They may see things you just don't see. And so you got to be able to go through those those studies and really understand that this is God's word. And I'm, I'm, I'm again, peeling back the layers of that onion because I am studying it. 
I'm understanding, I'm listening. We even had one discussion. We talked about the different uh, versions that you see of the Bible, the NIV, the Good News Translation, King James. And sometimes you see all those different versions, it's the same thing. And sometimes we'll read two or three different versions of the chapter that we're going over, just so we can see that this author has a little different perspective. It's worded a little differently. And just that one wording may take may hit me one way, and another wording may hit someone else the other way. So again, that's where you go into it's read a couple different versions. I mean, just they you know they're not all literally saying the exact. I mean, they're not you know they they say the same thing, but they word it differently. And so when you see those different perspectives, sometimes one translation will give you a different uh, hit you in a different way, and help your learning. So it all goes back to. You're learning. Again, think about when you go into school. I remember when I was in law school, we had they had these uh, study guides. I probably had four or five different study guides that I would look at, all going over the same topic. But I was like, because you have that thirst, you need to know. Again, you it's that important to you. So you have to know it. And to give you an example, this past week, our group was on Proverbs 3, because this is our third week of doing it. We only, in an hour and a half, we only got through verse 12. Verse 1 through 12. And go back. All right, can can you hear me? Oh, sorry about that. I think I got cut off. There. Sorry, but pick it up where I left off. But hey, Satan, you're lying. We, we you ain't stopping right. nothing here. You ain't stopping a thing here. So going back where I left, I was talking about we were in Proverbs mm -hmm. three, and we only got through verse twelve in an hour and a half of talking about Proverbs. We only got up to verse twelve. And go back and read. It is packed, it is. full of knowledge and wisdom there. And we couldn't, I mean, we couldn't get out of it. We couldn't get out of it. it, was, it every, every sentence in there, we dissected. We, we just couldn't get through it. I mean, we, we were like, look, gentlemen, we ain't going to rush this. So we just have to finish up next week. And that's what you have to do. You can't yeah. rush. If you got a schedule, whatever you get through, you get through and you that's pick it up right. the next week. But that's what you have to do. So, you know, no, we made sure. That, so we'll we'll get back to it. And so that's what you have to do. You have to thirst for God's word. And, and again, going back to Proverbs, because that's where I've been uh, for these last couple of weeks. Proverbs 2, 1 through 4 tells us to look for God's word and the wisdom that it brings as for silver and search for it as for hidden Amen. treasure. That was one of the lines we talked about a couple of weeks ago during our Bible study. And this was the example I gave as we were talking about that. Again, I say, you know, we always, you know, iron sharpening iron and we're talking to each Amen. other. And this is an example that I gave. I said, think about this here. Think about if somebody told you there's a $10 million buried in your yard. They told you where it was, exactly where it was. Boy, you'd be out there hands and knees digging that money up there. Think of God's word as the same thing. As a $10 million buried in your yard, and God has given you instruction in his word exactly where it is and how to get to it. That's what you have to look at God's word. And so... That's, you know, that's what you, you, got, you got to really think about. This is, this is you know, that's God's word. I, I need it. I, I can't make my day without it. Because once you get to that level, every decision that you make, every trial that you face, every hurdle that's put in front of you, not only will you know how to get through it, but you know how it ends. You know how it is. How is it going to end? For Amen. your good. Now, it may, now, whatever that may be, it may not be exactly what you envisioned but no matter what because god's word tells you that it will be for Amen. your good 
And that's what you have to understand. And that's why the word of God is so powerful. That's why you have to make sure you stay in it every day. And so as my time is now starting to get starting to close just a little bit on this session here, I want to return the remaining time that we have here to my pastor and dear mother, Madonna P. Johnson, for some closing remarks and comments. <laughs> Thank you, lawyer, son, and for that rich word. I mean, life-changing word. All I could do was keep my mouth closed and let you finish <laughs> when you talked about how powerful and how awesome the word is. I thought about uh, Hebrews. I believe it's Hebrews 4 and 12. talks about his word is powerful, it's active, it's sharp. Sharper than a two-edged sword. Two-edged sword. I thought about when Joshua had to take the reins and God told him in Joshua 1 and 8, don't let this book depart out of your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Then I thought about when you're talking about how good the word was, oh, taste and see <laughs> that the Lord is good. <laughs> I, could, I could listen to you Give me another 20 minutes. <laughs> minutes. Very powerful. Very rich. Very relevant. Very life-changing. And I am sure somebody or bodies are saying, I'm going to do better reading the Word. I'm, I'm going to do better than that. I'm going to stay in the Word a lot more. And I thank you so much. And thank you a lot. And his deacon. Oh, absolutely. Thank you a lot. <laughs> and in our closing, remember, each day is a gift from God. And I can remember Ed saying, make that gift that God gave you. Make him proud. Be Absolutely. very mindful of each day. Progress. Go forward in that day. And as long as you stay in the Word, like Ed said, you will experience exceeding excellence of God's love and his wisdom and his knowledge and his power. Thank you so much for joining your seat, his table. Love your life. Lead with purpose. Transform the lives of others. It's going to take the mind of Christ to have the heart of Christ to do the deeds of Christ. This is a forward movement. If you haven't stepped in it, step in it and stay in it and keep progressing forward. I tell you again, son, well done. If the Lord is willing, we're coming back and 
to your hearts again, your lives, with another segment of Your Seat, His Table. Until then, the blessing, which is the presence of our God. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.